friends. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about CFO, TCO, and what that means is certificate of occupancy or temporary certificate of occupancy and what it means to you and what are you going to do about it and why it's so important. Let's go do the thing. All right. This is an article from Brick Underground. What is the certificate of occupancy and why is it such a big deal? When you're buying, renovating, or in a legal fight with a landlord and the term C of O or certificate of occupancy may come up. And while this legal document doesn't sound all that important, it is actually the power to win legal cases and negotiations and put the kibosh on a mortgage and more. So in a city like New York and most cities, you have a certificate of occupancy. Is it a one family? Is it a two family? Is it a two bedroom condo? Is it, uh, is it a co-op? Is it a commercial space? This certificate is what allows um, use of the apartment. And if you are in violation of this, the city don't like that. It's called, and it's illegal. So like, for instance, you can't be living full time in a commercially zoned warehouse building. You're not supposed to, or like an artist loft or like a, uh, a retail space. And then also if a landlord say has a two family, but they're renting it out as a three family and say they turn the basement into an illegal apartment, that's in violation of the CFO of the city, and that's no good for a lot of reasons. One is they want to make sure everybody's up to code for safety, like fire. Is there a big enough egress on you know each each apartment? Is it is it safe? Is the ceiling height proper? Things like that. And uh, if you're in violation of that, say for instance you're leaving an illegal apartment, it's very very easy to not pay rent. You might not have to pay any rent at all. You might even get owed back rent. Disclaimer, I'm not a lawyer, but this is uh, my understanding of the CFO situation. For instance, if you're rent living in an illegal apartment. And a big deal about this as well is that if you're buying a house, so for instance, I had it in a situation a few years ago is where we bought a house. It was converted into an illegal six family house. And there was a, the guy they, they bought the house, they fixed it up, they had like friends staying there and they did a kind of crazy conversion. And um, it was legally a two, they made it a six and they had outstanding permits about that didn't make the place legal. So for the to get financing from a bank, they had to comply with all the city regulations and they had to re, the owner had to reconvert it back to to be in the legal CFO, which is a two bedroom. And then any alterations that were not filed with the city properly, they needed to take out like bathrooms, uh, things like that. And um, it took a little while, but we needed to get, an, they needed to get an expediter to pay them and update the, the CFO to make it legal to close on financing. And that's also another thing. If it's a big thing that comes up in a, uh, um, new development. So like you could buy a new development, say it's going to take two years to finish. You have an apartment. You can't close until the developer gets the CFO and deemed habitable by the city. Some instances, there could also be, if it takes a long time and they're you, too longer than expected, or you're not, they're not making an effort to do it quickly. You could have in your contract where if they don't have a TCO or a CFO by a certain time, then, uh, then, then you could get out of your contract or use that as leverage to negotiate a better price on your contract. That's all individual, which is an example. And 
there is a I'm trying to think what else we have of a CFO. Yeah, so what triggers a change in the CEO? This is a big deal too. For instance, someone buys a building and they want to change it from a three-family to a six-unit condo. They need to go through the process, the proper channels to do this, make sure the building's in working order in order to A, get the financing for the buyers and B, legally be able to do this. And a lot of times that's a big factor of do you want to, can you get this CFO passed? For instance, like if you buy a building and uh, the CFO is a two-family and they're two-beds and you want to make them condos, like can you fit an extra legal bedroom in the back? Can you fit an extra uh, legal bathroom that's going to raise the value of the property? And this also happens when you're doing significant renovations. If you're switching a floor plan, changing walls, uh, you're going to need to update the CFO and that's going to take a while. And here we go. Here's a quote. Any renovation that creates a change in the number of rooms or changes the use of spaces with a, will require a permit. So if you want to make a, an apartment into a store. And you got to check if the C of O has been triggered and if it has been done. Have a qualified architect do this. So for instance, like you can have certain things where you thought maybe you could fit this this extra room here, expand your, your building, but you're not 30 yards from the lot line if you need to do that. Or if you're on a corner building, you can do that. You can build all the way to the lot line, things like this. So you just got to be aware, you know, if you're going to buy a place, you want to change it for your own personal use or you want to do it as a commercial purpose to comply with the laws in New York City. You can move in with a TCO, but you can't get the final CFO until the building is complete. You also don't want to let this like everyone move in, everyone close, and then have a TCO that never gets finalized. So when people want to sell down the line, they need to go through the process of, the, the condo goes through the process of getting that done. And for just a little tip, uh, co-ops don't have individual CFOs for uh, the buildings, For sorry, for the apartments. They have it for the entire building. And you need to watch for when these temporary COs expire. So like I was saying before, if you have a deal coming through, if it expires, you, you might not be able to get financing on the deal. And if, for instance, if you're a condo buyer then, you know, that's what we were just saying before, it could jeopardize, you know, change the terms of your contract depending on what you negotiated. So finally, how to correct a CFO problem. The easiest solution is to hire an experienced expediter. This is a person who specializes in pushing permits through the DOB. Make sure your paperwork is all squared away. And uh, it, it's, you know, this is the thing. You will pay more for an expediter, but sometimes it needs to get done. It's a problem that can be fixed assuming the breach is not terrible threat to safety or health. So like I said, this is all about safety of, of tenants, safety of condo buyers, building safety in New York. There's a big controversy of why real estate is so expensive in New York. A lot of it has to do is we have a lot of red tape uh, to, to build buildings, change apartments for different uses. You know, there's two sides. It, make, does it, it makes uh, development more costly for small investors. And then the other side is that, you know, we need a safe place. New York does have a lot of laws and some of them are really good for safety of uh, individuals of living in these apartments. Another quote, it's one of those things that needs to be addressed as well before you closed. A buyer first 
assesses how serious the problem is and if it's if it's fixable. And then there's another solution is that you can this is actually what happened with us. You can put a seller seller put money aside in escrow to allow you to fix the problem post close. So for instance, if you think it's gonna cost fifty thousand dollars, you can close, say you have a townhouse, and then the 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 new owner has a fund to get that fixed. Some people don't really like this because, you know, once the, the, the sale is done, you know, they might lose that money, like that $20,000. It could have cost you $100,000 and then as a new buyer, you're kind of screwed or at least have a problem. So those are CFOs, TCOs. What is the certificate of occupancy and why is it such a big deal? I make these videos to give you a little bit more value. If you want to learn more about real estate, I'm a real estate agent in New York City. We have a nationwide networks of real estate agents, Denver, LA, Boston, Philadelphia. We're primarily located in New York. And if you need any help, just DM me. I'll answer your questions. And then also, if you need a real estate agent, talk to me. We also have qualified attorneys and lenders and handymen if you want any of those referrals and movers too. Like, subscribe the video, follow my page, Marcus Shot Real Estate on Facebook, at Marcus Amadeus on Instagram and YouTube. Thank you. Have a nice day. TGIF. Come see me this Sunday at Open Houses. Bye.